You're listening to the Physics Buzz Podcast. I'm Cala Cofield. This month, the United States celebrates its 235th birthday, an event marked by the signing of the Declaration of Independence in 1776. America entered the world stage with a bang, a violent separation from England and the establishment of an uncommon system of government. The young country made quite a splash in the physics world as well, thanks in great part to one of the first and definitely one of the most well-known American physicists, Benjamin Franklin. Franklin is famous for his tinkerings with electricity. The old story goes that he tied a metal key to a kite and flew it in a lightning storm to show that lightning generates electricity. The story sometimes gets muddled to suggest that lightning actually struck the kite while Franklin was holding it. Had this happened, it would have killed him and potentially killed someone standing nearby because of the incredible amount of electricity that would have flowed into the ground. Documentation shows that Franklin did fly a kite in a lightning storm, but that he was well insulated, protected from the flow of electricity, and that the kite wasn't actually struck by a bolt of lightning. The air around a lightning storm is electrically charged, so the hairs on the kite string would have stood up as charge flowed down it, and the key, a better conductor than string, would have emitted sparks. Through this experiment, Franklin understood that objects struck by lightning were victims of electric shock. He began studying ways to mitigate the damage and invented the lightning rod. Many other scientists were after the same pursuit, and one of them became the first person to die while doing experiments with electricity because he failed to insulate himself and was killed by a lightning burst. Franklin was careful with his kite experiment, but his studies of electricity did get him shocked more than once. During one particularly embarrassing instance in front of some party guests, Franklin managed to shock himself while performing one of his favorite tricks, using electricity to cook a turkey. He said the electricity made the turkey uncommonly tender. He also liked to offer his dinner guests electrically charged glasses that gave them a slight tingle when they took a sip. While Franklin did use electricity for entertainment, he was determined to show that it could be of practical use as well. Believe it or not, many people at that time thought electricity would never serve a practical purpose. And in fact, it wasn't until the late 19th century, almost 150 years after Franklin's kite experiment, that electricity became a standard source of energy for America and other parts of the world. Franklin later realized that electricity is made up of opposite charges, which he named positive and negative. He also proved the charge is conserved. That is, you can't create positive or negative charges out of nothing. Long after Franklin's death, particle physicists began to realize just how important conservation of charge was to the formation of our universe. Negatively charged electrons and positively charged protons are some of the particles that make up what we call normal matter. To conserve charge, the creation of an electron would also require the creation of another particle identical to it, but with opposite charge. Positively charged protons are much heavier than electrons and built differently, so the two aren't direct opposites. In the 20th century, physicists came to realize that the opposite of normal matter is antimatter. To create an electron, you must also create its antimatter pair, a positron, 
a particle totally identical to an electron but with a positive charge. Similarly, the only way to destroy an electron is to annihilate it with a positron. So they both go out of existence and the universe conserves its charge. The Big Bang should have produced equal parts matter and antimatter. And those equal parts should have annihilated each other into nothing. And yet we see a substantial amount of matter and almost no antimatter. All the objects we observe, like stars and galaxies, are made of normal matter. Solving this so-called asymmetry of matter and antimatter in the universe is currently a top pursuit of particle physics experiments, including the Large Hadron Collider at CERN in Geneva, Switzerland. Two of the winners of the 2008 Nobel Prize in Physics were given the award for their work on this problem. Right now, physicists believe that the Big Bang produced almost equal amounts of matter and antimatter. But for every one billion particles of each, it produced just one extra particle of normal matter. How this is possible and why the universe favors matter, we don't yet know. Of course, Ben Franklin had no way of knowing just how far his work would go, or what mysteries of the universe people would uncover centuries after his death. Franklin just tried to set a good course for generations to come, whether he was writing a Declaration of Independence or electrocuting turkeys. That's all for this week's History Edition of the Physics Buzz Podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. As always, you can find resources, games, articles, more podcasts, our Physics Buzz blog, and so much more at physicscentral.com. Tune in next week for more Physics Buzz. Oh, 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 oh